And welcome back to episode 7 of the OK Cubecast. I'm your OK Cubecaster, Carl Mamer, and this podcast features the triumphal return of Lawrence. Say, ah, uh, never mind, Lawrence, don't say anything. Just sit there, yes, and just stare at me. Uh, remind our listeners, you had a date. Uh, last podcast, and so we had a special guest, the soon-to-be cat lady. Apologize for some of the audio with that, but uh, I think it was quite tolerable. That's the great thing about spoken word, is your brain can sort of get around a bit. Uh, rotten audio, trust me, I've I've hacked through some really, really awful podcasts in my time. I'm talking about you, MonsterCast. Uh, not that MonsterCast is a horrible podcast. MonsterCast is a fantastic podcast. Just uh, sometimes their audio is uh, really, really awful. But uh, their material is so darn good. Anyway, so uh, Lawrence, yeah, so you uh, you were away uh, for a date. We had soon-to-be Cat Lady on for episode six. She's a uh, a blogger someplace in America. Uh, maybe Americans who are used to regional accents can figure out what part of America she lives in. Americans seem to sort of divide their nation into... There's like... Uh, East Coast, there's like West Coast, Midwest, Southwest, Southeast, Mid-Atlantic, some big boring middle part they call flyover country or something. I don't know. Strange enough, there's a, there's a Midwest, but there's no Mid-East. I don't know. Maybe that would seem unpatriotic. Uh, but uh, interestingly, Canada has a, uh, we have a Eastern Canada and a Western Canada. We don't really have a kind of Central Canada. I guess maybe Eastern Canada, we sort of kind of cut off. We sort of, um, I don't know, carve out an exception for the maritime provinces. (coughs) Newfoundland, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and of course, PEI. Uh, Although maybe one of those provinces claims not to be a maritime province. Anyways, yeah, Canada is quite, it is as long as America is, but we just have a, basically a Eastern Canada and Western Canada, and uh, that is where our political divides are. Anyway, uh, so Lawrence, um, just nod vigorously if the date went as expected. Now you're you're shaking your head with some vigor. Um, I mean, it wasn't bad, right? It went okay. Like, she didn't sort of, uh, you know, I gotta go to the washroom and then never come back. No. No, appearance is the contrary, Lawrence. That has never actually happened to me either. She didn't have the phone call like, oh, uh, my mother has been abducted by Scientologists. Uh, gotta run. Nothing like that, right? No, okay. So what what went so bad about the uh about the state? Okay, so it 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 ended well. Okay. And so what went so bad? Oh yeah, okay, right. It was one of those sort of like, hey, yeah, let's get together, do it again, 
real soon and uh, then nothing ever happens right yeah yeah but you're, you're upset by that you wanted you were kind of hoping she would kind of text you or something and uh, ask you out on a second date although you technically are the man and I think maybe you should be the one asking for the second date no right you didn't you didn't you didn't actually want a second date see this is this is this is the uh this is the problem Lawrence this is why I'm trying to get my mind around this right so you you met her everything was okay it ended friendly she didn't run screaming into the night uh you didn't you didn't really like her that much and but you're kind of upset she didn't like you back so yeah that's a that's a tricky one but really ultimately it's um you know, you don't have to, you're not put in that strange position of now having to kind of say no and sort of break somebody's heart. So if it just kind of, I mean, isn't that sort of, sort of better? You just kind of want it to sort of, you know, die a natural death then and there and no one gets hurt. But what, what you don't want to do is you don't want to do what my uh, friend, uh, uh, the heiress, I, I talked about the heiress a couple podcasts ago. She's the one whose uh, father ran the, uh, romance ad for her in a Taiwanese newspaper um, you know the heiress she is uh, wow she is she's a pro she is a uh, pro dater she I mean she does all you know match.com plenty of fish uh, okay Cupid she goes on speed dating she takes courses specifically to meet men and uh, and yeah but what what happens with her a lot of times is you know I, I'm usually the I'm usually the the friend who uh, uh, we do the post mortem of of the date and um, so I get all the gory details so just Lawrence just make sure I don't sort of slip into her real name because I you know no names no lawsuits as we say here on the OK Cube cast I'm not going to say the name of the woman he went out on a date with Lawrence. No, we're not even going to make up a, a bad name for her. Not even a nickname. Just your date. That's all we're going to say. Come on, don't don't go that don't go there, Lawrence. Do not be bitter. Anyway, so uh, the heiress, she um, yeah, she'll sort of meet these guys on like you know dating sites, and she's usually kind of a bit um, bit blasé. Do not actually use the word non-plused here. Uh, a really awesome word, non-plused, which has been sort of ruined uh, by basically people's uh, inability to understand what it actually means. A lot of people think non-plused means sort of, you know, kind of cool, kind of chill, not really, uh, not plused. Whatever they think plused could probably mean. Just, you know, not really too impressed. But actually, non-plused sort of means the exact opposite. You are, you are kind of actually completely freaked out um, look it up it's it's a fantastic word that incorrect usage has completely rendered the word uh, well not meaningless but y you just read it and you go does the guy using nonplus does he know what it means is he using it in the real definition or is he using it uh, in the popular definition and so it's just a completely pointless word to use anyways so uh, the heiress she, she'll meet these guys and she'll go out on a date with the person and then after the date I'm like you know how did it go and she's like well you know it was okay it was alright she wasn't really that impressed but she doesn't sort of leave it at that you know at that point then the wheels I, I, I can hear the wheels turning in her 
in her heiress-like mind. She's, uh, you know, while she she doesn't mind being the one who sort of goes, eh, not impressed. She 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 actually doesn't like that. You know, the guy has has a vote. The the, the her her date actually has a say in the matter, and and then she sort of detects that. Uh, you know, it's a mutual kind of thing that, you know, not only is she not impressed by him, but he was, in fact, not very impressed by her. And um, this will not stand. She, uh, she, I, I think at some point she just wants, she just wants some guy to sort of, you know, beg her, you know, for her hand in marriage after the first date. And she just sort of wants to be able to sort of say to the guy, baby, let's, you know, let's be, let's be chill. Let's, let's cool down. You know, ain't, ain't no thing. But um, she doesn't really like what she sort of goes out with these guys and then, you know, discovers that a lot, lot of times they're not, you know, they're as thrilled by her as she is as thrilled by them. So what she ends up doing, and, and I think we kind of do a version of this a lot, men and women, is uh, she'll, she'll, she'll actually ask them out on a second date. And, and she try you know, like, she tries to get the guy to like her. She works really hard to get the guy to like her uh, so she can then sort of then, you know, from her dais sort of say to him, I'm a woman, you're a man, you know, let's just be cool, baby. But, um, so it, 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 in the process of her um, trying to get the man to like her, she she actually starts to like the guy, even though, you know, he spends every single date talking about, I don't know, space elevators, or he, I don't know, he, or he spends the next three dates analyzing the differences between the Game of Thrones, the TV series, and the actual books, or something like that. So she starts to end up kind of really liking the guy, and then the guy sort of begins to detect that this this woman seems to really like him and then he starts to think like wow she likes me you know I go out on all these dates with women and none seem to actually like me and this one actually likes me how novel um why does she like me and then they sort of kind of uh spend a lot of time kind of maybe liking her back trying to figure out why she likes uh him and then it uh I don't know leads to sex and then it ends it it, 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 these date, these relationships do not really last too long. Sometimes they're, I don't know, six months, three months, two months, but uh, and they're usually universally weird. So uh, you don't want to do that, Lawrence. You don't want to sort of go, yeah, she didn't like me, I didn't like her, but I'm I'm gonna try and make her like me just to prove a point. You know that that's not what we're here for. That it's all about just beating people, and it's a numbers game, and eventually you're going to click with the right person. Uh, not everybody has to like you, Lawrence. Not everybody has to like me. And as we've seen, you don't like everybody you go on a date with. So yeah, so you just got to watch that. But one thing I'm glad you didn't, you didn't reach for the, uh, uh, I'm a nice guy, uh, women don't like nice guys crutch. Yeah, I, I see a lot of guys that kind of reach for that that crutch. It's like the, uh, you know, oh, you know, I'm a nice guy. I'm always being friend zoned, kind of thing. The friend zone. How horrible the friend zone is. Like, you know, it's sort of like, well, you know, how horrible it is. I uh, can maintain a lot of nice, stable, enriching friendships with women. Oh no, 
that must say something really bad about my personality. Uh, you know, in, in some ways, I mean, it's like, uh, would you rather be friend zone or would you rather get a restraining order? You know, uh, you know, we always think, oh, you know, it's assholes. They're the ones that always get the girl. But, uh, you know, uh, no, they, they, they are more often than not, uh, ignored, you know, at least you are getting, at least you're getting this, this message back that's saying, you know what, you're really nice, I'd like to, I'd like to spend time with you and hang out with you. Um, I'd, I'd like to believe that, that there is a possibility that, you know, that sometimes these things that begin as friendship can evolve into a loving relationship. I think in my, gosh, in my dating experience, I can't, I can't really recall a time that has ever technically happened. I mean, I, I know I've been out on, on some dates with women, and I was sort of like, eh. But then, you know, after going out them a number of times, and I started to see something really, really nice and interesting about them. Um, but I guess it was never kind of like, uh, you know, friendship, like kind of like, a, you know, a long-term friendship or something. But, um, yeah. No, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, like I say, when two women or two or more women, you know, get together and they're talking, I think I discussed this with the soon-to-be cat lady, uh, you know, when uh, women get together and they're sort of talking about, you know, their their boyfriends or something, you, you, you never hear them go, oh, you know, my boyfriend's such a fucking asshole, I love him so much, you know. Um, you know what? What sort of makes women swoon is to hear stories of you know other women and their boyfriends and the, the, the you know the, or their husbands and the really really nice things they uh, they do for them. Now, I mean, what you have to sort of watch out for is uh, you know that you're you're not using the the nice guy thing as a strategy. And, and I think a, a lot of women are actually clued into this. You know, they they have had the 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 nice guy and. Uh, and then when it becomes apparent that uh, you know that the this nice guy strategy is not going to get him uh you know privileged access to her vagina they suddenly uh suddenly not such nice guys to become real uh angry jerks petulant little children so um at end of the day you know a, a nice guy is just that and a nice guy is a nice person and and if you if you are sort of offering friendship even if it's kind of you know uh, not necessarily a strategy but you know the, the your your hail mary play uh when it becomes obvious it's not going to get uh you know as i say privileged access to her vagina that you 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 the friendship you offer you maintain you don't walk away in in a huff and um the other thing too it's like you know then a lot of guys will sort of like well you know you 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 knew what i was doing it was obvious like why would i be doing all these things for you if you know it wasn't obvious i was attracted to you and and you have to sort of remember uh how women have friendships like uh i have a lot of women friends and they they you know, they give their women friends, they give them flowers, they take them to dinner, they, you know, they, they buy them clothes, they, they do all these really nice things for their women friends. And so if you are a male and you're doing those things for a woman and, and you are doing it under, uh, under the umbrella of friendship, uh, women do not think that's, that's strange because that's exactly what women do how women maintain friendship so you know the, uh it's like oh okay this guy is just kind of you know 
has maintains friendships like women maintain friendships you know i i think uh one of the best one of the best lines i heard about uh you know nice guys you know uh was a woman friend in seattle she uh, she was kind of a i got she, she was you know going out with a classic nice guy going on dates but she's kind of waiting for him to kind of make a move and in frustration she 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 quips to me you know she's like you know if nice guys finish last it's it's only because they expect the woman to carry them over the finish line and as we sort of you know discussed before that that women they they do tend to like the man to make the first move um one because like i say women women sort of have an innate sense that they are they they're going to bear the long-term risks uh you know the pregnancy risk that that kind of stuff uh even if it's not conscious that, that there's some sort of subtle subconscious thing and and they they just they just like conscious and subconscious signs that you know that that that, that the man is going to be able to put his you know short-term desires aside and he is going to take risks and things like that so and i'm not saying you know it's like it's not like you know, uh, you know. Hey, I'm just gonna go up to uh, some woman on the subway I don't know and give her flowers. I mean, that's just, yeah. I mean, maybe there are some cultures where that's appropriate, but uh, more often than not, that is completely creepy. Uh, so uh, avoid that. But I'm just sort of saying, you know, you don't, you can't expect the woman to make the first move. You have to ultimately make the move and also live with the consequences. And I think the other good reason maybe women don't want to make the first move uh whether you're a nice guy or not a nice guy is um men uh men get kind of kind of funny if if the woman makes the first move i i you know i know i know all of us out there all us sort of guys out there are like no how great the world would be if women made the first move and you know uh said what they you know they really like us and you know, ran up and gave us flowers on a subway and things like that but but the, the problem is that um i think more often than not if the woman makes the first move the man suddenly uh gets this idea in his mind like oh that was that was really easy you know um i didn't have to make any effort whatsoever and this, you know, this attractive woman uh, is, you know, uh, passionately in love with me and wants to have all of my babies. And, and and then the man starts to think, well, you know, if if I can get this woman by making zero effort, uh, if I made a little bit of effort, uh, you know, what better woman could I get? You know, I can, I can really trade up from here. So, uh, Unfortunately, I, I think a lot of women have maybe have found that uh, that uh, that making the first move does kind of backfire on them. Uh, I mean, a lot of women think, "Well, just make me seem like I'm cheap and easy." But that's that's you know that that's that's the cynical point of view, um, as if what I said was not completely. I'm not a cynic, Lawrence. You think I'm a cynic? I am not. I'm a nice guy, Lawrence. Yeah. Um, Right. No, it's just like I say. It's just that uh, men, uh, their egos suddenly kick in. They go, "Well, of course she's in love with me. I am the most handsome, sexiest man on the face of the earth," 
and then uh, but uh, you know now that I have confirmation of it I'm gonna try for something better but I mean remember too that that you know um, nice is not synonymous with with boring that women do women like nice guys but they like nice plus interesting or nice plus fascinating or nice plus cool or nice plus uh, I'm in a band you know um, women like that and just by you know the same token th I mean think about as a man think about all I mean you might not even know it but I mean you know there are, were probably a lot of nice women who really liked you and then you you know you rejected them for various reasons uh, and never once did you go wow you know okay I don't find her at all physically attractive but she's nice so I'm going to date her. But uh, when it happens to us, when, you know, well, I'm a nice guy and a woman uh, does not date us, then it's, it's, it's not like we don't go, oh, okay, I've done it to women, therefore, you know, it's okay for them to do it to me. We, we then want to sort of make it as if it's some sort of, uh, you know, uh, character flaw on their part that they, you know, they, oh, you say you want a nice guy, but you know, I'm a nice guy and you've rejected me, therefore, you know, you, you have some you have some problem and you need to seek therapy, you know. At the end of the day, we, we men and women, we're, we're the same. We want somebody uh, who just does it for us very viscerally, who sort of turns our crank. For a lot of women, you know, nice is, nice is, nice is the cherry on top. Nice is what makes it from, uh, you know, maybe a one-night stand into a long-term relationship. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't know, but a lot of times men, nice isn't even in the equation for a lot of us. It's like, so she forgets my birthday, whatever, you know, she, she just, uh, she's hot in bed, you know, and, and, and that's as, as far as we, we take it. And I guess the last issue I have with the whole, you know, friend zoned thing is, uh, you know, sometimes we, I guess maybe we, as men, we do have to sort of decode the, uh, uh, you know, you're nice, let's be friends. Does, you know, does this, is woman saying, um, you know, does she really want to be friends or, uh, you know, do things like, you know, go to movies or, uh, you know, go to dinner or something like that? Or, or is it just sort of kind of one of those sort of uh, offers of friendship where you don't actually do any kind of friend-like things it just kind of ultimately means like you know you know if I see in a bank line I'll say hello and I don't know as an added bonus I won't say bad things about you to all the single women I know as long as you make sort of sufficient and demonstrated effort to stay completely and totally out of my life so um uh yeah just just be sensitive to that but I will say, Lawrence, you are you are a very very nice guy. I know that that that's not the kiss of death. You you yeah yeah. You're always bringing me food at work, which is really which is really cool. I feel guilty because I think I, I think for every time you bring me food, I think I bring you food maybe one tenth of the time. And you, you usually share like half your food with me, and I I'll give you like I'll give you like a piece. You can have a piece. Yeah, usually bring me chocolate, which is okay. But I have a rule. I have a rule about chocolate. If uh, don't offer me a piece, offer me the whole chocolate bar, because yeah, because um, so yeah, don't don't. Yeah, I think you, you know that rule, right? Yeah, else. Yeah, uh, uh, the other guess. The nice thing about the uh, 
the nice guy is um you know remember that um when you did really nice things for your date or for you know someone you've kind of gone on a few dates with that that you're you know you're not keep in mind you're not just you're not just playing to her but you are playing to her friends her coworkers you know that the, the women women are very much more open about these kinds of things frequently like you know how that date go you know that that sort of stuff did he have a cute butt you know that sort of thing women are very very uh, they they talk a lot and um and if you're kind of supplying her like stories like oh you know he uh he did this for me and he did that for me um you know then her women friends are going to be like oh you know i wish my gosh i wish my boyfriend did that for me and things like that and they're going to be like date that guy date that guy um so you know, sometimes if you're just doing really, really nice things, I, unbeknownst to you, you know, I mean, she might be kind of on the fence. But if her friends are like, "Wow, he sounds really great," you know, just uh, you know, tap that. You know, they might, they might, uh, you know, uh, push her off the fence, and uh, and and so you, being kind of very nice can can have that ultimate effect that uh, gets the friends on your side you're playing to the invisible chorus but um remember one time i was dating this uh this this woman lawrence let's think of a fake name for her let's call her uh let's call her lady gaga i was dating this woman named lady gaga not because she looked like lady gaga actually her name uh her real name is the name of another singer a uh, very unusual name a uh, woman singer she shared with her um with no sense of irony there's a tip off what her real name is but uh for 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 the sake of this podcast we'll call her lady gaga i said anyway so i was dating lady gaga and this one i was living in windsor and um so around this time um i was a huge fan of like sting the police and sting and uh, one day my, my friend uh it was like a, like a Saturday morning, and my friend uh, says to me, "Oh, I've got uh, two tickets for the Sting concert tonight." You know, my one friend, sort of guy I was going with, sort of backed out. Did you want to go see Sting with me? And I'm like, "Oh, you know, well, um, I'd love to, but I have a date, you know, tonight with my girlfriend, Lady Gaga, and uh, so I like I don't want to cancel on her at the last moment." And he's like, "Oh, okay." So, uh, anyways, I go. Friday or sorry, Saturday night, I go to Lady Gaga's where she was working. She worked at a shoe store at the mall, and um, so I went, you know, picked her up at the mall or whatever, and we go, you know, we go out to our date. It was just like a movie date, dinner and a movie or something like that. And uh, Sting comes on the radio, and they're talking about oh the concert, and and uh, and then my girlfriend Lady Gaga, she's like, oh, you know. Um, well, you know, I, you know, you like Sting so much. I'm surprised you didn't actually get tickets to his concert. I'm like, oh, then I just want to mention, oh, you know, my friend actually, he called me up this morning and, and had two tickets and wanted to know if I wanted to go. And I said, you know, uh, you know, no, I um, got a date with my girlfriend tonight. And and then she kind of, uh, she, she almost got mad at me. She seemed kind of irked. Like, she's like, um, why, you fool? Like, why did you not go to the 
concert. I mean, your favorite singer in the world is Sting. You know, I would not kind of like it was like she would not have done that for me. You know, and and in retrospect, okay, you know, it's just kind of like a movie date. We can go to a movie next weekend or whatever. It wasn't a big thing, but uh, she seemed a bit irked that you know that uh, maybe because I seemed much more. Um, I don't know, committed or or willing to sacrifice more than her or something like that. And uh, fine, whatever. I mean, it wasn't like it was going to break us apart or anything. It was just sort of a little bit of irritation on, on her part. And then um, the, the the next weekend, I uh, I went to pick her up for you know another date, probably dinner and a movie. I don't know. I like movies. Um, and uh, and uh, she's... Uh, leaving work and uh and she seems really really happy she didn't she did not like working at a shoe store so usually she was not that happy when i picked her up but she was unusually happy and uh and so we're you know walking to the car and i'm like uh you seem like really really happy you know i I would i would like to think most women you know they would seem happy when i'm picking them up after work and gonna take them out but uh uh you know that that was just their personality she she was one of these types of people where um you, you know, I always say that life life does not just uh, back up a dump truck of happiness and dump it on your lawn for, for very few of us. And, and some of us kind of like, it's like, my neighbor got the dump truck of happiness dumped on his lawn. How come I didn't get my dump truck? I'm going to be bitter and, resent, bitter and resentful. But uh, so sometimes, you know, life just does, is not a endless supply of uh, happiness laden dump trucks and we have to we have to expend a great deal of effort to kind of suck the happiness out of out of the out of you know like the marrow from bones the marrow from dry bones and uh, and uh, my girlfriend Lady Gaga at times she did not seem willing to put in that effort to suck the happiness out of the dry bones life was giving her but as I say she was really quite happy this time around and so i'm like you know why are you so happy and she's like oh you know um you know my co-worker my co-worker all day she was like she was happy you know that her boyfriend was going to come and pick her up and they were going to go uh they were going to go do something nice like i don't know like a movie or something or dinner i don't know and uh and she's really really happy and uh, and then her boyfriend came to pick her up and uh he's he actually sort of shows up and he's there with a with a male friend and he's like oh um yeah the thing is uh i just came by to cancel the date tonight because uh me and you know tom over here we're gonna go uh, we're gonna go to the strip bar some porn star is appearing at the strip bar so uh we're going there and um uh make it up to you hun and whoosh and she was quite devastated you know she was being thrown over for a, a porn star and uh so uh my girlfriend uh lady gaga she is like you know all day she's just kind of she's kind of like rubbing it in my boyfriend's coming and we're gonna do something really nice and romantic my boyfriend is coming and we're gonna do something really nice and romantic and you know and i had this i had this ace in the hole, you know, I had the I had the trump card. I could have just, at that moment, sort of smacked her down and go, you know, I would love to try and understand the source of your pain, but actually, you know, last weekend my boyfriend uh, gave up a Sting concert to keep a date with me. So, I I I, I really don't know what to say to you, but uh, 
Lady Gaga was actually, despite a lot of her bitterness towards life, was actually she 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 was not a douchebag, and she didn't do that. But it's those kinds of moments, Lawrence. Sometimes you have to, you you as the male have to provide. All right, so I guess we'll wrap it up. Uh, just keep in mind, as I say, nice guys don't finish last. I mean, I uh, I'm sure. Lady Gaga dated me because, I mean, among other things, I, I was really nice. And uh, but you know, I I like to think I was also you know I was I was interesting and uh, you know despite a lot of times just taking her to a dinner and a movie or something, um, uh, she she found something kind of interesting in me. But I I don't think she would have dated me if I was interesting but a complete asshole. So yeah. So you gotta ask yourself, uh, end of the day, what do you want? Uh, do you want to be friend-zoned, or do you want the restraining order? Alright, okay, well, we'll wrap it up. Any, Lawrence, any dates in the pipeline? Uh, one or two? Okay. No. Just keep plugging away. Alright. Thank you once again listening to the OKCubeCast. Okay I'm your OKCube. Okay Caster, Carl Mamer, and Lawrence and I signing out. Looking from a window above, it's like a story of love. Can you hear me? Came back only yesterday. Yeah.